Welcome back, Pick Up Your Bible listeners. I am so excited that you're here to join us on this new series on the podcast called Jesus Said What? I hope Izzy's happy with that. (laughs) This series is an attempt to identify things that Jesus said that might be a little hard to grasp at first, but then when we pause and we dig deep, we see God revealed. One of my favorite quotes is, when you rake, you get leaves. When you dig, you find diamonds. And in this series, I will be combing through the New Testament in an effort to dig deep and find diamonds in those precious red words in the Bible. I welcome you to join us. This week, we will begin in the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 13, verses 10 through 13. I encourage you to pause and grab your Bible before we start so that you can underline, highlight, circle. I do this all the time in my Bible. I write all over my margins. This makes my Bible really personal to me. And every time I read my Bible and I come across notes that I've previously written near verses, I just get to add to it. And it's just it's a deeper understanding of what you're reading. And so I encourage you to do the same if that works for you. Coming back to the passage of today, I believe it is the perfect one for this episode. It was no random choice. I specifically picked it because in these verses, just like the issue we're trying to address, the disciples could not understand what Jesus was talking about. And so they are they're seeking him out to ask him for understanding. And I, I thought that this is reflective of what we're doing here. To give you some context of these verses and what's happening here, Jesus is teaching the masses of people and he's teaching them through parables about the kingdom of heaven. And the people are not getting it. The disciples are not getting it. And this is frustrating. They find Jesus after he's preached and they ask him. Many of us believers experience the same thing when we're reading the word of God. We may understand some of it, but we're left with this feeling that there's something deeper here that I'm missing, and we're usually right. Just like the disciples, it's when we spend time in the Spirit asking for understanding of what we just read that we get deeper insight. But the question remains, why did Jesus speak like this? Why did he speak in a manner that was so hard to understand? Why didn't he just say things clearly and simply right off the bat? The disciples have this very same question. They couldn't imagine for the life of them why he wouldn't choose to just teach in a simple manner. They probably wondered if Jesus would just speak in a simple way. All the people that would hear him would understand, would see him as God and would follow him. And so in their confusion, they straight up ask him, And we pick this up in Matthew 13, verse 10. Then the disciples came and said to him, Why do you speak to them in parables? Verse 11, Jesus answers them, To you it's been given to know the secrets of the kingdom of heaven, but to them it has not been given. Jesus said, What? Whoa, is he saying that his words are for some but not for all? Is he implying that salvation is just for a few chosen? Does he mean that he didn't come to save everyone? It seems he is. Jesus is not unaware that people are not getting him. 
He means to be not understood by all. Isn't that mind-blowing? On one hand, it's a relief because we can know it's not always because we have poor comprehension that we don't understand, and it's not that we don't have theological training that we can't follow. On the other hand, it shows us that Jesus intends for us to pursue the meaning, to seek him for understanding. Jesus was intentionally being mysterious with his words. In these verses, he's telling the disciples that his message, his revelation, the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven are not for those who don't seek him. Now, before we get all riled up because Jesus said he's not for everyone, I suggest that the key to understanding this is in the following verses. So let's read 11 through 13 together. To you, it has been given to know the secrets of the kingdom of heaven, but to them it's not been given. For to the one who has, more will be given, and he will have an abundance. But from the one who has not... Even what he has will be taken away. This is why I speak to them in parables, because seeing they do not see, and hearing they do not hear, nor do they understand. So let's unpack this. Here Jesus explains why his words are meant for his disciples and not for others. Verse 12, For to the one who has, more will be given. But to the one who has not, even what he has, he will lose. What is he referring to when he says, to the one who has and to the one who has not? It seems like Jesus is referring to some amount of divine understanding that anyone and everyone could possess even before hearing or reading a word that he has to say. I'm not pulling this out of nowhere. Paul describes the same pre-existing knowledge of God in his letter to the Romans. So let's read Romans 1, verses 18 through 25. This is a pretty long passage, so hang in there. Quote, For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men, who by their unrighteousness suppress the truth. For what can be known about God is plain to them. For his invisible attributes, namely his eternal power and divine nature, have been clearly perceived ever since the creation of the world in the things that have been made. So they are without excuse. For although they knew God, they did not honor him as God or give thanks to him. But they became futile in their thinking, and their foolish hearts were darkened. Claiming to be wise, they became fools, and exchanged the glory of the immortal God for images resembling mortal man and birds and animals and creeping things. Therefore God gave them up in the lusts of their heart to impurity, to the dishonoring of their bodies among themselves, because they exchanged the truth about God for a lie, and worshipped and served the creature rather than the Creator, who is blessed forever. Amen. End quote. So Jesus says in Matthew, and Paul describes in Romans this same phenomenon, that the understanding of God that is evident to all through his creation from the very beginning of time is received in two different manners. 
to the one who accepts and holds on to it, it will be increased. But to the one who has rejected even this elementary knowledge of God and has suppressed the truth of him, this indeed multiplies. Even the little that such a person understands increases into a total lack of knowledge and an utter rejection of understanding. In Paul's words, they become futile in their thinking and their foolish hearts are darkened. Thus we get a glimpse of the great mystery of how people perish despite God's desire for all to be saved and to come to the knowledge of him. 1 Timothy 2 verse 4 In my opinion, this is a peek into the essence of election. For those of us who struggle with the concept of election, that God would choose one person but not all, hopefully this is a start to understanding it. This also gives us comfort in knowing that there's not one who seeks him that he hides himself from. All who seek God for who he is will find him, as is promised in Matthew 7, verse 7. When he says that to them it was not given to understand the secrets, it's not because he withholds understanding from a seeking heart. It's because to the one who has rejected the evident knowledge of him, God remains unseen, unknown, and unrevealed. It's easy to misunderstand the word of God, to think that it is beyond our ability to comprehend, or worse, to think God doesn't intend for us to search for deeper meaning in his words. Though it isn't for all, it is for his children. Like the disciples who decided to approach Jesus personally when they didn't understand him. Let us, as his disciples of today and as students of his word, also readily and eagerly approach the Holy Spirit to give us understanding after we read his words. Jesus says in John 6 verses 13 and 14, The Spirit of truth will guide you into all the truth. He will glorify me, for he will take what is mine and declare it to you. The Father sent the Spirit for this purpose, to reveal the Son in all his glory and to declare the truth of his word to us. We are never alone in our seeking. The Spirit of God leads and guides us. I hope you've enjoyed this first episode and I can't wait for you to join me again as we continue on in this series. Jesus said, what? Subscribe to the podcast at any podcasting service you use. Follow us on Instagram. Our handle is Pick Up Your Bible. Also, email me with comments, responses, suggestions, disagreements, anything at Cynthia at PickUpYourBible.com. Until next time, listeners, God bless. <music>